Clarita here, and I've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. If you want to release your music into the world, DistroKid's the easiest way to get your music into all the major streaming platforms, unlimited uploads, and keep 100% of your royalties. And because you're a Design Freaks listener, you get 30% off. Go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Design Freaks. DistroKid. Well, then, all right, let's do this shit. Hello. Hi, and welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Design Freaks podcast. This is a show about record covers, graphic design, music history, design history, art and stuff. Uh, my name's Clarita. I'm a Seattle-based graphic designer, artist, record collecting person, and thank you for listening. Uh, this is episode 20, everybody. It's very exciting. Um, hope everyone is doing well out there. I'm not, <laughs> but I do want to say thank you to our episode sponsor, Isotope. Um, so their audio software like RX helps to clean up any noise in my recordings, and there's a lot. Uh, and then Neutron for mixing really helps make my podcast sound better. Um, they're offering a 10% discount to our listeners right now. So go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com and enter the code RUIN10. Thank you. And now I want to introduce you to my 20th guest. Actually, it's not my 20th. It's my 20th episode. My guest this episode is a rock and roll singer, guitarist, fisherman, all the way from Little Kalamazoo, co-founder of The Spits, Sean Spitz. Hello. Hi. Hey, Clarita. How you doing? Hi. Doing good. How are you doing over there? Uh, not doing too bad. Okay, not doing good. too bad. That's you excellent. Know? Yeah. 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 How's Michigan this summer? Uh, Michigan rules. Michigan summers rule. Uh, yeah, I'm just isolating myself out here on a, on a lake and uh, doing a lot of boating, a lot of fishing, doing some writing with the spits. And uh, so there's a new album in the works. I take it. Uh, there is a new album in the works. It's actually finished. We'll be announcing a release here soon. Right now, it's all kind of hush hush. So, you were out fishing. Were you doing any whittling? No whittling. Uh, making lots of, splitting a lot of wood for fires, but <gasps> no whittling. Just campfires. Fun. And also, happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you very much. It, it was a great one, you know, uh, even though we're going through all this shit and I couldn't have friends around or anything, but uh, 
everybody is going through this. Yeah. You know, I actually, uh, speaking of willowing, I did uh, sand down my guitar and spray painted it. So it's kind of whittling, right? No. Uh, yeah. Sort of. Um, so how many guitars do you have? I don't have many. I have three. Cool. And are any of them, like, do you still have your first guitar? or? No, I do not. That one got busted over my brother's head many years ago. Oh, hi, Aaron. Yeah. He's, uh, um, actually, you know, it's funny. It's, uh, I was in Jackson, Mississippi, and we were on tour, and I think, we're getting sick, you know, tour sick and shit. And uh, what uh, is tour sick? Just on the road, no sleep, drinking, smoking. You know, you get a little tour cold, they call it. But uh, and we played. Uh, we were playing at Jackson, Mississippi, and uh, my brother started talking shit over the mic or something, and we got in a fight. And I went to push him, and I had my guitar on, and I snapped the freaking neck right over his head i didn't mean to you know but it's uh so that was my first guitar that went that one's out i do still have the body no actually i don't have the body what was it it was a sg and uh i've never had like a real nice guitar uh so it was an epiphone sg and uh what's funny was we're playing one of the dudes at the show jackson was like hey can i keep this and then uh years later go by the guy hits me up and he's like, Hey, I still have that neck, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck, you want the body? And I, <laughs> I shipped him the body and he has it. Wow. That's quite a legacy for that guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it had a lot of miles. Uh, is, was Aaron hurt? He did, but I cracked it. He was there blood. Had, yes. There was a little blood, Uh-oh. but we finished the show and, of course uh, you did. and our, our host that was putting us up in Jackson, actually, they had this huge house. And they're like, okay, you go over there and you go over there. Cause yeah, we're, we're fighting. We, we're brothers. We love each other, but we're, we're brothers. We fight a lot. And now, my, my advice to anybody is never go into business with your, with your sibling. That's good advice, but also bad advice because you guys have made awesome records that everybody loves. Yes. We've you know made I mean? uh, a lot of singles, five LPs, and this new one will be the sixth. LP. Woo. Yeah. Number six. That's true. Number six, 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 six. All self-titled. We just call them by like a, a, a song title. Like, like this, what, oh, you know, the witch hunt album or oh. the wheelchair album or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Album. Okay. So now, now in the last couple of years, though, a few years, they've been tied to numbers. Like, oh, this is number four, number five. I love number four, by the way. Amazing. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, what was the best tour prank? You know, it's everything from fucking with each other's vehicles to calling security and make you know fake fake calls to security Those on the other band. Those two things and, do not sound equal. What's that? Messing with a vehicle. Okay, so was it something superficial with the car? Or did they cut the brakes? Oh, it's superficial stuff. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, calling security sounds worse. Yeah, calling security in a hotel room or the hotel and, you know, saying so-and-so tried to rob you and you don't oh, know who they are wow. and, yeah, stuff like that. Wow, <laughs> trying to get them kicked out. Trying to get them kicked out of the hotel, you know. Um, but, uh, and then, God, what's the other band that we were tuned with? Uh, Texas. And uh, 
Then it started to get a little like they 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 escalated things. We had a motorhome and they wrote on our license plate, uh, "fuck cops" or something like that. And uh, oh, no. <laughs> that's a good prank, though. That's a great one. But we got them back. We got them back. We got them back. Okay. Who was that band again? I can't remember their name. Jesus, they're gonna hate oh. me. Uh, but uh, well, it wasn't. Oops, all Captain Sensibles. No, no. No. Um, next question. Wait, wait, uh, wait, what's oops? Oh, Captain Sensible. You know that cereal? You know Captain Crunch? You right. know they have a Captain Crunch called Oops All Crunch Berries? No. No, I like <laughs> Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. Yeah, this is all Crunch Berry cereal. Like, they're, they're trying to pretend that somebody at the <clears> Captain <throat> Crunch factory accidentally didn't notice that oh, they were making a I cereal. See. Oops, all crunch berries. Well, son of a gun. Uh, let's see. What's going on in Seattle? I heard it's all crazy out there. It's not as crazy as you would see on the news, though. Yeah. People act like the whole city's burning down. It's obviously not. Um, Right. So, I don't know. I mean, not much has changed. Yeah. Except there's a lot more activism. Um, Is there still a lot of tech jobs there? Nope. Fresh out. Fresh out of tech jobs? Yeah, what? They all left. They left. Good for them. All packed up. Yeah, you can buy a house for a nickel now. It's God damn right. Move back. Yeah, I was just wondering because uh, Seattle's starting to look like an eyesore city. So I have to ask you, um, I know most people, festivals are canceled, uh, tours are canceled, obviously, record releases have been postponed. Um, Where would you be on tour right now? And how is COVID affecting you and your friends? How are you all staying afloat? Actually, we're supposed to be on tour with a new record in April. But of course, I got bumped. And, you know, and when all, everything closed down mid-March, you know, June seems so far away. Everybody thought, ah, oh, June will be fine. And so we postponed things to June. And then we postponed things to January, February. And, you know, that's not going to work. So let's just go a whole year. I don't know about other bands, but we're, like, we're, we're hoping for late summer, early fall of 2021. Mm-hmm. to be able to tour and play shows. Mm-hmm. Of course, 
it's it, it's hard because I have, I'm watching friends lose their 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 restaurants and their bars or their venues, uh, and and you don't even know who's going to be around to have a show when yeah. this is all done. Exactly. And so venues need support, and it's yeah. like you know you know fuck Chick Fil A. You know why do they need a billion fucking dollars or whatever? Yeah, but we finally decided to you know just released the new record uh without touring it because otherwise you're waiting like another year so mm-hmm. uh, i can't you know i think i said earlier i talked about it i can't announce a date just yet but it'll be soon and well, we're uh, all looking forward to it i i am too i i'm really stoked on this one i'm really stoked <gasps> on it and uh I, we all are it's been seven years since we put out a record i think or something but it's ready, and uh, I'm really stoked on it. We're all really stoked. Uh, we really want to try to go back to the, the early spit stuff. and uh, Ooh, fun. Like, we've been writing about this shitty world for, like, 20-something years. And, uh, Y'all were psychic. And, I, you know, I, I, Lance and my brother and I uh, were talking. Lance is a, a drummer. Few, yeah, we were yeah. talking a few days ago, and we were saying, like, God, ain't it funny how, like, because on this new record, it's pretty much a lot of apocalyptic uh, songwriting. And uh, and it just fits so much with today's world. So when it does come out, it's going to seem like we're right. We wrote this record around today's current affairs. And it's like, no, this shit has been written for a long time. But, uh, you know, and the album art is very... Fits today. Yeah, so concept. I was gonna talk about. Uh, you mentioned the the new record is sort of yeah maybe harkening back to classic spits. So I want to talk about Robot Man. It's just a robot. Okay, so what was the story behind that art with the robot? You know, it's actually uh, it just fits us. And, yeah. Uh, Did you all? Everything's see- kind of. I, I you know I, I could go into in depth detail about this, but it's gonna take forever. And actually, Lance and Aaron would be really good about explaining the whole thing. But uh, it's just uh, robots smoking cigarettes and skateboards, you know? It's like... Do you know where that image came from? Like, was it collage that Aaron found? I can't go into that right now. Oh, Sorry. okay. I okay. plead the fifth. That's fine. That's even better. Um, but the new album work Aaron and Lance uh, created into... I, I just, I, I really love the new artwork and uh, I think that it really fits today. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm dying but to you'll see it. it. When it comes out, you'll see it. I you can't know. Wait. Um, and what was the person in the wheelchair a specific person for that record? No, it's just a crazy fucking picture. It is. So. You guys really nailed that aesthetic. And the guy, <laughs> the guy in the picture is actually the guy who invented that wheelchair. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Another one I wanted to talk about was the class photos. Okay. I love that record, by the way, and I can't believe it's been seven years. Uh, actually, no, that one has been like. Eight or nine. Nine, nine years. Okay. The last one was with uh, the uh, revolution okay. robots and. Uh, and revolution. You guys are really. I'm telling you, man, we've been talking. writing this shit for years. We've been warning you, man. Like, hey, get ready. So the what I love about that cover too that our friend Jeff did for the uh, Spitz Five uh, is the pumpkin on the flag, 
And I wanted to talk about the famous jack-o'-lantern story of the Los Angeles Halloween show from 2000. Are you sure it was Halloween? Yeah, it was Halloween. And actually, that Mm -hmm. pumpkin on the flag Mm -hmm. is my brother drew that up. He wanted to be a tattoo artist. Oh, I saw that on your leg. Yeah, back in the... uh, Early 90s, something like that. And uh, so we all, of course, the whole band had to be uh, canvas for him. And uh, yeah, I got the uh, jack-o'-lantern with a lightning bolt. That's on the flag. That's my tattoo on the flag. And uh, that was actually the very first tattoo that my brother ever did. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I got to put listeners, I'll post photos of all this stuff. And I'm also going to post photos of that famous L.A. Halloween show because there um, were a couple funny things that happened on that trip. Uh, What? I I, I don't remember the show you're talking about. Uh, Was that the Five Star Bar in L.A.? Uh, And that's where the guy took the decorative surfboard off the wall. I took the Bud Light plastic surfboard off the wall. And literally... Jumped off the balcony and, (gasps) and actually started crowd surfing on the surfboard, yeah. I have a photo of that I'm going to post. That's fun, man. That's that's what the spits are about. Exactly. That was one of the funnest shows. You also did 17 encores, which I appreciated. <laughs> we always do. Just to remind you, you were on tour with Wla Say Say Says, and you guys were doing a West Coast tour, and it was Halloween, and we found out that although they do have Halloween in Puerto Rico, they don't grow pumpkins there. There's no gourds on the island. So Okay. We go immediately. I was like, we're going to the grocery store. Um, You, I have, Uh, remember? (laughs) Yeah. There's a photo of you and the largest pumpkin I've ever seen in my life. I do remember that. We found the big one, but we didn't buy it. At Ralph's in LA. Was it? Yeah. But um, we did carve the Spitz logo into a pumpkin, and it was fun to watch adults who've never done the American or mainland American tradition of carving a pumpkin and reaching in and pulling out all the pumpkin guts, which they were really grossed out by. It was great. And then somebody, it wasn't me. I know Lance got mad at me, but I did not put the pumpkin on the stage. Hmm. Somebody smashed up. Oh, it immediately, somebody threw it directly at Lance's face. And yeah, that made me think that, uh, yeah, drummers can't really defend themselves. Right. Um, anyways, what is the worst thing that someone's thrown at you while you're on stage? A fucking glass, a glass oh, or no. a bottle. Have they hit you in the face? Man, no, but Josh got hit once while playing keys in Canada, Vancouver, busted his eye up, and it's just like... I, you know, I know people like throw, like spill beer and go crazy and spit. And, but to me, it's like, if you're whipping a bottle at me, you want to fight. That's crazy. You don't do that at a show. Uh, he got hit, man. I was, uh, yeah. he got hit and I felt so fucking bad, but it's <laughs> yeah. so, like the next day his eye was just black and blue and huge. And like remnants of his makeup on, you know, from the night before and, uh,
Uh, I've been hit in the face with some cardboard. Uh, I remember uh, one time I actually went off. It's this this old like old Seattle block party. Where we were playing, and somebody was sitting with those high powered like squirt guns, and they were shooting me in the face, and I couldn't even see. And I'm like trying to play, and I kept, and I kept messing up, and then it got on my guitar and it shorted out my pickup. And I turned around on my amp and I grabbed a bottle of beer and I just whipped it right in the fucking face. Did you know who was, because you, you saw the water gun? Oh, fuck yeah. <gasps> I just said, I'm like, please, I was trying to shake my head no. And who it's would like, do that? You. Well, you got Cause... a bottle to his head. <laughs> no, but this new one's ripping. Uh, I want everybody to please go out, if you can afford it, and buy it. Oh, <clears throat> buy it. Yeah, so it'll be coming out soon. Okay. Very soon. Cool. I will be putting up a pre-order link. Uh, yeah, the songs good. are great. I think it's going to help everybody in the fight. Uh, I hope that they blast it over loudspeakers and the, <gasps> the protests out there. Clarita. Oh, my God. Are these uh, are like anthems for us? Fucking A. We need anthems. Thank uh, that's you. That's what we got. That's what we're delivering. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm stoked on it. And uh, just, I think, want to thank everybody for their support and hope that everybody stays safe and that we can all get through this. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. And real quick, before we uh, depart, I just wanted to ask, there's three questions I ask every guest. Um, You don't have to answer them all. What was the first album that you remember seeing, like when you were a kid? Mm Mm-hmm. Was there a cover that you um, were fixated on or couldn't stop looking at or just like were mesmerized by? My parents really were into music and they really got me and my brother into music. So we grew up listening to music um, a lot. Uh, we grew up listening to everything from doo-wop uh, to bluegrass, rock and roll, you know. But uh, uh, I mean, God, when I was a little kid, I think my, my first 45 I bought <laughs> was Neil Diamond, Blood on the Rocks. And uh, I love that fucking song. I looked it over and over again. And uh, then I bought my brother. So my mom was like, okay, you can buy your brother one. And I bought him uh, the, the Who, You Better You Bet. And uh, singles at, at Ben Franklin, Five and Dime. So wait a minute. So the Blood on the Rocks, what was the cover like? I cannot remember. Okay. <laughs> but I just remember that was my first single, I think. Okay. I bought. What but, about uh, the first cover you remember? I love, you know what, actually, I really loved, was, well, my parents were both really into bluegrass music. And uh, and at the time, I didn't mind it, but now I love it. And it's uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. But um, a lot of the bluegrass covers would like, I don't know, I always had like, Crazy nature or trains, you know, or I don't know. It's very hillbilly. Also, I think one that really stands out, I was just like, God, this looks it's so simple, but so powerful. Mm-hmm. Was uh, ACDC for those about to rock bright gold with a black cannon. And I was like, wow, that's fucking tough. It's very spitz, too. I mean, it's very tough. It's tough. The lettering is great. It's got the beveling. Yeah, awesome. I think it's a damn good record cover. It's nice yeah. and phallic, and you've got this kind of Xerox look. It's Yeah, it's pretty yeah. badass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, God, I wish I had more time no, and more okay. uh, um, brain cells. 
But, no, uh, you, I don't have any either to contribute to you. So we're just care. splitting one brain cell over here. But um, uh, before we go, is there anything you would like to promote? Where can people find you, your music? Uh, Spitz.org. There we go. Yeah, that's okay. our, car- the big cartel. That's our website. So. And there's a plague bandit mask that you can wear for COVID times. I think we sold out of those. Did you? It says on sale, but. Oh, maybe we check, got some more. Yeah, check, keep checking the site, y'all. And then also the um, the black hoodie, the tough dick hoodie is sold out. But who is that guy on the design, speaking of design? That actually you know. came out of a uh, a really cool book. Uh, our drummer, Lance. I had, you know, it was just classic artwork. And then, of course, we Xeroxed it and made it a record cover. And then that became, you know, put it on a sweatshirt. But that was like, that's our very first seven inch cover. Okay. We made four covers for that very first seven inch uh-huh. uh, in the 90s. And uh, that was it. Well, also, that reminds me, speaking of singles, real quick, because I know you got to go fishing, but um, when I worked on the punk show here in Seattle on a local radio station, um, I loved playing this one song that I found. I love this one because it's a cover from that TV show, Chips. Oh, Pain. Yeah, Pain. <laughs> yeah. So tell, can you tell the listeners about that episode just briefly? Well, first of all, the actor in the band on Chips is amazing i think everybody <laughs> loves them and but and yeah. the song rips i don't know who originally wrote them, but the song rips and we we're like all right let's do that so yeah it was the episode of chips where there was a battle of the bands yeah it's a badass song it's a badass episode Everybody, skate tough, stay tough, and hang in there. Thanks, everybody. DesignFreaksPodcast.com, RuinousMedia.com. Well